day everybody, it's Daniel here and this is our next emotional English podcast episode where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy and of course positively. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone and today I have prepared another episode for you guys with new emotional English story. It's a moral story for little folks from uh, a great, nice book, which called uh, Moral Stories for Little Folks. Who is the folk? It's the person, like a man, right? The human being. And little folk, it's like a kid. So moral story for a kid from uh, the book of uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Later Day Saints. It's a very popular group in America. Uh, so this book was printed very long time ago. It's printed at uh, Juvenile Instructor Office, Salt Lake City, Utah State. Most of people are marmons, not morons, but marmons. It's like a big group of people who believed in their version of Jesus Christ story. And uh, if you're interested, just check it out and check who our marmons are. But they do a pretty good job with teaching moral lessons. And that's why I'm using their book. Um, and the story which I'm getting today, getting into today, it's called The Faithful Shepherd Boy. Faithful Shepherd Boy. It's the name of our today's mini story. This is a not very short story. And uh, that's why I'm not going to do it. Uh, and I'm not going to read many, many, many times the same story today. I'm going to read step by step and I will concentrate my attention into the little statements or phrases which are kind of hard to understand. And then I will comment it with my own words, with my own thoughts, and we will go step by step. We will rephrase it a little bit. Yeah, by the way, you know, if you want to speak English, um, greatly so the best recommendation for you is to rephrase the sentence you're reading for example you see the situation about something let's say you read the story about the monk who is doing something in a church or in a temple right you're just rephrasing the story on your way how you understand it and using more simple words. Because if you can rephrase something hard with more simplicity, you have better understanding and you easily can um, retell the story to somebody else. If you cannot rephrase, it means that you're not really getting the information and you're not having enough words to describe the story content, right? So. That's why it's a very good lesson for you to retell with more simple vocab to somebody else or to yourself while you are doing your dishes or cleaning your house. It doesn't matter. So let's go into the story, shall we? So let's begin. A faithful shepherd boy or the faithful shepherd boy. What does it mean faithful boy? Faith is the part of this word. Faithful, it's an adjective. Faith, it's a noun. So faith is something very good. You know, um, if you're faithful, you 
are doing very good job because you're sacrificing yourself. You are very honest. And um, I would say you have a lot of respect from people. People trust you, trustworthy, faithful. These all things are very connected to each other. Uh, if you're very faithful, people believe in you, believe in your actions and believe that you are doing a good job. Um, they can trust you when they ask you to take care of something because you have enough faith, you have enough trust. They can trust you, okay? So, and a faithful shepherd boy, it's a boy who can be trusted, who can you say something and the boy will follow your command and do it the best, okay? So this is the case. If you have faith, you're a good person. If you are faithless, you are not having this trust, okay? So let's begin. The boy's name for today, his name is Gebhard. Gebhard, right? Gebhard, it's the guy's name. Gebhard was a German shepherd boy a noble fellow he was to, although he was very, very poor. So we have in the guy, his name is Gebhard, and he's a shepherd. Shepherd, it's the guy who is kind of checking out on, you know, controlling uh, the group of sheep, right? So, and, uh, you know, if you don't want or don't like the phrase group of sheep, you can use the word flock, right? The flock of sheep. So that's a group of sheep together, right? So one day as he was watching his flock, which was feeding in a valley on the borders of the forest, a hunter came out of the woods and asked. So we have the situation. Um, the flock of sheep kind of walking around eating grass, right? Where this flock is eating grass. Do you understand? Um, in a valley, right? They're feeding all these uh, sheep, kind of feeding in a valley on the borders of the forest. So we have the valley, and this valley is very close to a forest. And there is a hunter, right? And the hunter came out of the woods, right? Uh, so there was a hunter there, the hunter came out of the woods, and the hunter is asking the question, how far is it to the nearest village? Right? So we have a Gebhard, uh, the boy, shepherd. So he's controlling his flock of sheep, and the hunter is kinda showed up, came out of the woods, and asked the question, how far is it to the nearest village? Six miles, sir, replied the boy, the shepherd boy. But the road is only a sheep track and very easily missed. Okay, so the, the, it's not very visible, right? The road is a very bad quality. And the boy is saying the road is only a sheep track. Only the sheeps were kind of walking through it, right? And it's very easily missed. It's not very visible. The hunter glanced at the crooked track and said, when somebody's glancing is like, it's just looking at something, right? Uh, with a second, right? So the hunter glanced at the crooked track and said, yeah, another great word, crooked track, right? When the road or the track crooked, it looks like a crook. Uh, you know, the pirate, pirates, you know, and the leader of uh, every pirate group is uh, the captain with a, um, it's kind of, 
um, handless, handless captain. And instead of the hand with five fingers on it, he has a crook, right? So the crook. And uh, this is what it is. And uh, yeah, just uh, make sure that you know <laughs> what is a crook. Uh, it's just, um, is it, am I correct? I think it must be it. Yeah, it's just a crook. Uh, oh, it can be a hook as well, but crook is more understandable, I guess. So crook uh, is uh, just this metal thing uh, which uh, goes out from the hand and it's it, it, it's kind of crooking, <laughs> right? It makes a little half circle, I would say. So uh, as a hook on uh, the fishing rod, it's a crook which come out uh, of your hand and uh, you see uh, this metal thing. So anyway, I'm just going too deep into it. The hunter glanced at the crooked track, this kind of half circle track, and he said, my lad, I'm hungry, tired and thirsty. Um, my lad means my little boy, right? My little boy. My lad, I'm hungry, tired, and thirsty, and you offering me this uh, kind of crook track to travel to the city. Not a good of you, right? Not a good recommendation because I'm tired, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry. I have lost my companions and I missed my way. Leave your sheep and show me the road. I will pay you well. Pretty understandable, right? So he's asking the boy to help him, and he's asking to uh, he is asking him to leave his sheep and show him the road privately, uh, or just um, you know, just uh, he need this uh, guidance, and uh, he's asking the boy to help him. I cannot leave my sheep, sir. Rejoined. Gerhard, they would stray into the forest and be eaten by wolves or stolen by robbers. Okay, so the boys kind of explained why he's not leaving his sheep because the sheep or sheep can stray into the forest. Stray, it's like walk into the forest deeply, right? Uh, wander into the forest and be eaten by wolves. So the wolves can show up and eat the whole group, the whole flock and nobody wants that right so or the robbers robbers people who like to steal things the, the robbers can steal the whole uh the whole uh, flock right well what of that queried the hunter they are not your sheep the loss of one or more wouldn't be much to your master and i will give you more money than you have earned in a whole year so he's offering kind of the cheating thing, right? He's offering uh, a lot of money to the boy and the boy is replying, I cannot go, sir, rejoined Gerhard very firmly. He's very straight about it, right? Firmly means very powerfully, right? He's saying, I cannot go, sir. So he's very tough in this case. So he's doing it firmly it means with a big big point so my master pays me for my time and he trusts me with his sheep if i were to sell my time which does not belong to me and the sheep should get lost it would be the same as i uh, as if i stole them 
right? So let's imagine the master pays the boy uh, for his time and he trusts the boy, right? With the whole flock of sheep, right? If uh, kind of selling his time, uh, which doesn't belong to him, it means that he's kind of cheating, right? He's not doing his job, but the master is still paying to him, right? It's not worth it. It's not, it's kind of, it's still cheating, right? So very good moral points of the boy. So he say, I will reply it again. I will say it again. My master pays me for my time and he trusts me with his sheep. If I were to sell my time, which does not belong to me, and the sheep should get lost, it would be the same as if I stole them, right? So he's pointing out that it's not working well. This whole point of uh, going and helping stranger, uh, helping the hunter, uh, even the hunter is uh, offering uh, the good price for the job, it's not worth it because he's uh, kind of uh, cheating with the whole idea uh, to his master. It's not good. So, well, said the hunter, if you will trust your sheep with me while you go to the village and get some food and drink and guide, I will take care of them for you. So the master, I mean, the hunter is offering the option number two. He's offering to uh, to take care of the sheep while the boy is going uh, to the village and asking for help for food and drink and guidance okay so he's saying i will take care of them for you and the boy shook his head is like no 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 the boy is shook his head right it means shake but in the past tense, I guess. So the boy uh, shaking his head, no, 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 saying this. The sheep, he's like saying it very powerfully. I will try to do this intonation here. The sheep, said he, do not know your voice. And Gerhard stopped speaking. And what? Can't you trust me? Do I look like a dishonest man for you? Asked the hunter angrily. The boy is continuing uh, to say, Sir, said the boy, you tried to make me false to my trust and wanted me to break my word to my master. How do I know you would keep your word to me? It's a very powerful point. So the boy is saying to the hunter, that Hunter tried to make him false to his trust. So when you false to your trust, it means that you are not following the words you are saying. For example, you say, I will do uh, my dishes to your mom. And then you are falsing your trust by not doing your dishes to your mom. You are falsing your trust. So people cannot trust you after all. So you are not trustworthy. You are kind of dishonest because you're not following your words, right? So the boy said, I would repeat again, boy said again, you tried to make me false my trust and wanted me to break my word to my master. 
right? Breaking the word. Again, it's like the interpretation of this mistrust. How do I know you would keep your word to me? So the boy is not trusting the guy because the, the guy looked like a dishonest man. He is trying to cheat. He tried to cheat with a boy. He tried to cheat with the whole idea. So why he would do that? No points here. So the hunter laughed like, <laughs> like this, you know, the hunter laughed for he felt that the boy had fairly cornered him. It's a good phrase. The hunter laughed for he felt that the boy had fairly cornered him, fairly cornered him. Imagine the corner of the room. And, you know, when the boys are doing something bad, the mom say, hey, go to the corner, right? And the boy is standing near the corner of the room and thinking of what they've done, right? So it's just the, the popular disciplinary discipline activity, right? So the mom is saying, go to the corner and you go to the corner and you're, you're standing there, you're not moving and uh, you're kind of thinking of what you've done before. So, and the hunter is kind of saying laughing first and then he's thinking of this thing and he realized that the boy fairly it means it was fair that uh, he said that he was very dishonest in his actions right so he fairly cornered him he put the hunter into the corner right he cornered him he said to him hey mister go to the corner you are the wrong person to talk with right so and the hunter said I see my lad, I see my little boy, right? Lad means the same as little boy. I see my lad that you are a good, faithful boy. I will not forget you. Show me the road and I will try to make it out myself. Okay, so he's kind of accepting the boy's position. He's saying that he's very, very faithful. He's saying it to the boy, that the boy is very faithful, right? He is not cheating. He's not cracking his words. He's following the main idea. Uh, he's following his words. He's very honest. And uh, it's shocked the hunter. So, I will not forget you, he's saying, right? So, it's very, it's a, it's a blessed guy, right? Show me the road and I will try to make it myself, right? Make it out myself. So, he's just asking, uh, where is the road? And Gerhard now offered the humble contents of his script to the hungry man who, course, as it was, ate it gladly. Okay, this is a good phrase. Let's discuss it a little bit. So Gerhard now offering the humble contents of his script. It's like uh, he got some lunch or something with him in his sack or whatever in his pocket so he's offering the humble content humble means not much in this context right uh, he got just a little piece of something a little piece of bread or lunch or apple i don't know so the humble content of his script to the hungry man so uh, now man is eating it uh, anyway uh course as it was, coarse means kind of stony, okay? It's not very easily to eat uh, because it's probably very dry. The bread is not fresh. It's very coarse as it was. Uh, but he added gladly because he was hungry, right? The man was hungry. He added coarse 
uh, food, but it, it doesn't matter because he was very hungry. Anyway, it's a good action of a boy again. So uh, the boy is doing the second thing, which is very honest of him. He offering food he got uh, for himself and he's offering it to the hungry man. Another good action, got another good moral example. Presently, his attendance came up and then Gerhard, to his surprise, found that uh, the hunter was the Grand Duke who owned all the country around. Okay, so that was not just the hunter, that was a duke, Grand Duke. It's like a big, big, big manager of this place. And the duke was so pleased with the boy's honesty that he sent for him shortly after and had him educated. So, uh, the hunter was not just the hunter, right? He was a duke, uh, the grand duke of the land uh, they were into, right? And maybe it was just the test, right? And uh, he tested the boy. The boy showed his honesty and uh, he was so pleased. The hunter was so pleased. The grand duke was so pleased that the boy had done it to him. And after years, Gerhard became a very rich and powerful man, but he remained honest and true to his dying day. Okay, I like this phrase, to his dying day. It means until the end of his life. So until, for example, I'm planning to teach people uh, English until, um, to my dying days, right? To my dying days, until dying days. It means uh, until uh, I'm dying, right? So I'm trying to be honest with my students to my dying days, right? It's a beautiful phrase to say. So, and Gerhard became a very rich and powerful. He got educated by this beautiful Grand Duke. He gave him this education, this opportunity. So, and the last phrase is just about the general idea of this story. Honesty, when you're trying to be honest with people. Truth, fidelity, are precious jewels in the character of a child, right? It's these three good uh, words describes uh, the beautiful character of a child. Honesty, be honest, trustworthy, uh, to show the truth, and fidelity are precious jewels of a character of a child, right? And maybe you can ask me, Danilo, what is fidelity? I will try uh, to give you the synonym. It's like, you know, it's this, uh, hmm, I need the, like, loyalty probably is the best, uh, uh, you know, uh, synonym for here. Fidelity, loyalty, uh, this uh, sacrificing uh, being. <laughs> so this is the fidelity. When you sacrifice your time uh, and you do something for others, it's your, you're showing your fidelity. Your um, the fidelity showed uh, the boy's fidelity was that he was respect. Uh, he showed there a lot of respect to his master, right? The person who gave uh, him the job, and uh, he didn't want to break uh, his promises, right? He promised that uh, the sheep will be fine to his master and he showed his fidelity with his word. He followed his word.
right? So it's a precious jewels of a character, of a child, right? Honesty, it's the jewel number one. Truth, it's the jewel number two. Infidelity is the jewel number three. When they spring from uh, piety, they are pure diamonds. I like this phrase. When they spring from piety, they're pure diamonds. It means spring, it means uh, come out from, right? When uh, they, these jewels, come out from uh, piety, they're pure diamonds. And piety, it's another great phrase to say. It's uh, like how to say it in a cool way it's um when okay it's it's more religious i would say this piety thing it's um i would i need i need to give you this uh, somehow let me help uh, of a google it's this religiousness right or um let me see uh, the I, I i'm not very good at this um at this, uh, how do I say, how do I say it here? Um, oh, go uh, godliness. That's what the Google is recommending me. Godliness, holiness, right? So this is the good devotion, right? Uh, piety. So that's the word. Piety, it's more about uh, this uh, godliness, right? You, you kind of related to your your life to God, right? That's the piety. So, and when uh, the beautiful, precious jewels like honesty, truth, fidelity, uh, springing from piety, from this uh, religious uh, context, right? Uh, they are pure diamonds. So uh, it's not just a jewel, it's becoming a pure diamonds, right? And make the uh, possessor very beautiful, very happy, very honorable and very useful, right? So the person who has these diamonds, the kid who has these diamonds, uh, like truth, fidelity, honesty, is a very becoming a very beautiful person, a very happy person, honorable person, useful. So, and that's uh, the end uh, of uh, this story. So Gerhard has all of these pure diamonds, and that's the end of his story. I hope you guys loved it. So we're not having a big questionary. Uh, I still have five more minutes uh, until the end of our today's conversation, and. Let's uh, read the whole story again, just to make sure that we got the whole context and you can do it with me. But now just try to understand the whole story without translating the words. Just try to feel the story. Try to be very close to the word you're hearing, right? So let's begin the story of a faithful shepherd boy. Gebhard was a German shepherd boy. A noble fellow he was, too, although he was very, very poor. One day, as he was watching his flock, which was feeding in a valley on the borders of the forest, a hunter came out of the woods and asked, How far is it to the nearest village? Six miles, sir, replied the boy, but the road is only a sheep track and very easily missed. The hunter glanced at the crooked track and said, My lad, I'm hungry, tired and thirsty. I have lost my companions and missed my way. Leave your sheep and show me the road. I will pay you well. 
I cannot leave my sheep, sir, rejoined Gerhard. They would stray into the forest and be eaten by wolves and stolen by robbers. Well, what of that? queried the hunter. They are not your sheep. The loss of one or more wouldn't be much to your master, and I'll give you more money than you have earned in a whole year. I cannot go, sir, rejoined Gerhard very firmly like this. I cannot go, sir. My master pays me for my time, and he trusts me with his sheep. If I were to sell my time, which does not belong to me, and the sheep should get lost, it would be the same as if I stole them. Well, said the hunter, you will trust your sheep. You will trust your sheep with me while you go to the village and get some food and drink and a guide. I will take care of them for you. But the boy shook his head. No, 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 no. The sheep do not know your voice. And Gerhard stopped speaking. And what? Can't you trust me? Do I look like a dishonest man for you? Asked the hunter angrily. Sir, said the boy, you tried to make me false to my trust and wanted me to break my word to my master. How do I know you would keep your word to me? The hunter laughed, for he felt that the boy had fairly cornered him. He said, I see, my lad, that you are a good, faithful boy, faithful boy. I will not forget you. Show me the road, and I will try to make it out myself. Gerhard now offered the humble contents of his scrip to the hungry man, who, coarse as it was, added gladly. Presently, his attendants came up, and then Gerhard, to his surprise, found that the hunter was the Grand Duke, who owned all the country around. So uh, the duke was so pleased with the boy's honesty that he sent for him shortly after and had him educated. In after years, Gerhard became a very rich and powerful man, but he remained honest and true to his dying day. Honesty, truth, fidelity are precious jewels in the character of a child. When they spring from piety, they are pure diamonds and make the possessor very beautiful, very happy, very honorable, very useful. May you, my readers, wear them as Gerhard did. So that's the last words of the author. And we've done it, guys. We've done another moral stories. We should be honest. We should take care of our words. We should be very good. And if you haven't listened to how to be a good person, just listen to another podcast I've made a couple days ago. Look at it, listen to it, and be a good person. Thank you all. Maybe next week we're having uh, a chance to have finally our first uh, English club. It's going to be free of charge. We're, you're not going to pay for it. 
you're all welcome uh, to be there. It's uh, Saturday morning, about 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. Moscow time. Just let me know if you want to be a part of our little chat. And um, it's uh, gonna be all for you guys. It's gonna be uh, free of charge or you can donate uh, your little amount uh, to my account if you're really uh, excited about this idea. Let's stay in touch and uh, let's be cool about our English learning uh, and with our podcast episodes. Let's stay in touch. I hug you all guys and be cool, learn English, be happy. I see you very soon. See you next week. Bye-bye.